welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello. I need your phone to... Do this. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We got a, quite a few spectators here today. Oh my God! Quite a few. Some feathered friends. You may see them in the background coming along. Right now, they're in front of the uh, the phone, so they're not going to be seen yet. But I have a feeling at some point they're going to make their way over here. A lot of geese. A lot of geese. But that didn't stop us. I spoke to them and I said, you know what? This is our spot. This is where we normally mm -hmm. do our show. So you're going to have to move. And they did. For now. So good morning, everyone. Yes. Good so morning. I'm just I'm setting the stage right now. We are going to be spending the first few minutes uh, with the Yiddish verb fetching, kvetching. Yeah, I guess okay. fetching, right? All right. Yesterday was a very mentally taxing day. I mean, you may not want to hear it, but yes. we're sharing it anyway. Yes. All right. So and I'm, gonna uh, let, I'm just uh, realizing I'm, that I didn't put my uh, microphone on. So I want to make sure people can hear us. Can anybody hear us? Can you hear us? Because if you can, I can add our microphone to this thing. I Please just, let us uh, know if you can hear us. Can I do this? Uh, oh, you're going to, I have a feeling it's going to be bad. I'm sorry. I'm going to add well, the microphone. Well, I'm going to talk as you set up. There we ah, go. There we go. All right. Tell us if you hear us. So. Hello, hello, hello. So yesterday was the day we found out that DePaul, for all intents and purposes, not intensive purposes, Intense but for all intents and purposes, purposes is really not going to be offering any dorm housing for for students. So what does and that mean? they don't even know about January. So that means that we and mainly Beth, because she's the one who does most of the most of the work on this, had to scramble yesterday to figure out what we were going to be doing with our son in terms of living arrangements uh, in Chicago. Starting. Because he still wanted to go. He still I mean, wants There were to parents go. that were. You know, broke it to their kids gently and said, sorry, you're staying home. But we had made a commitment to him that we were going to figure something out because he has been, you know, lost a graduation, couldn't be in show. There no was no prom. prom. He's been confined to the house since March. And like he, most wants, kids. he wants to go and we want to see him go. It's it, he's He feels he's ready. This is not the circumstances that we would want to no. be sending him. But um, weighing all of the options and stuff. I, I think, you know, hopefully it turns out to be the right choice to send them. So, Beth found a very good option in terms of um, living, right? We think. Yeah. We hope. Yeah, we hope. I, you know, it, it's because our Feels daughter... kind of rushed. It be is. Very, I mean, I, honestly, I felt like I did when I was in my early 20s and I was looking at apartments with, our, with uh, Andrea, my friend, who you know very well. And we were looking for apartments on the Upper West Side and... Um, and I remember the realtor just putting the screws in us, like, you better make up your mind or you're going to lose it. It was like one of that, you know, they do that to you and it's like, oh, I hate that feeling. And I was, and I was working with another realtor who was lovely, this guy, Tim, and he was much more chill about it. Um, but this particular building comes totally furnished, 
they're mostly freshmen that are going to be there because all the displaced freshmen are, were scrambling to get to a place. So there are going to be freshmen from DePaul and Loyola the there. Displaced yeah, the displaced freshmen. Yeah, the displaced freshmen. So there'll be mostly freshmen in there from DePaul and from Loyola. Which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah. They're going to have two different colleges in the same building. Good morning, Al. Yeah, and Loyola morning, actually Ivy. has a really good film school, too. So huh. it'll be kind of so cool. Can maybe kids can Who collaborate knows? on stuff. Who knows? And it, it reminds me of, like, the layout reminds me of a, a WeWork type of environment don't you know? say that please don't well no I, just I, in terms I, I, I of it being it. you know that that there are other things there other amenities there's a um fitness center there's a game room kind of thing not like with pac-man but like i guess your xbox kind of thing <laughs> there's no pac-man there's there. no pac-man oh that'd be kind of cool yeah video arcade and the apartments come with wi-fi and there is also laundry and all kinds of other stuff but um the, and he's going to be in his own bedroom. Wi-Fi he knows how to use. Yeah, well, La- and he's going to be in his own bedroom, which is good, as opposed Be- to sharing a room with a person. There'll be a four-bedroom, but he'll have his so, own room. So Beth has come up with two things on the list so far that it's going to be must for Dylan. One of them, she says that we're going to have to get him a stack, and I mean a huge supply of plastic plates. Yes, she because does. I discovered they <laughs> don't have dishwashers in the So in the she does she does not want to bank on our son having washing dishes in the apartment because happen. it's not going to happen. Things will just start to stack up. Yeah. And the second thing she's talking about which again I, I don't know if this is such a great idea. She wants to get him a soda stream to make seltzer because our son drinks this polar seltzer 10 times all the time. a day. I drink a lot of this. He drinks colossal proportions yeah he's a he's a portions. drinker he likes he his loves liquids. he does he likes his liquids. so Beth said well why don't we get him a soda stream i said yeah that sounds good but you know he's not going to end up actually making use of it it's going to sit there like everything else i don't know about that so we're just going to go we're going to order him tons and tons of cases of polar seltzer all right and lots of plastic uh, and lots uh, of plastic plates. Pl- lots of plates and all kinds of other things um so yeah that's the news on depaul we're not we're not we're not going into despair. We're not letting him go into despair. He's not actually. He's got a very positive attitude about the thing, which is which is great. So that makes things even better. And this but. was kind of like a, it was almost like going into the swimming pool half foot in, half foot out, because this is this is an arrangement where you just pay for your room. You're responsible for that. You've got other roommates that if you want a roommate, they'll place you with other people. So it's almost dorm like without all the craziness that was going it's on. It's a non. Dorms. Oh, oh boy. boy. Uh oh. Looks like they're gonna have to. Cancel the, you know, tell, uh, Darren's gonna, Darren's, it's an emergency. He's got to tell his crew that they got to get off the field. And I don't know what's going to go on. We're going to go into the car. All right, we're going to resume in the car. We're underneath a tree. We're underneath a tree. So I'm going to carry you guys. How are we doing this? All right. Wait, one sec. You carry. We'll talk. Look at this, guys. You keep talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. Um, all right then. I, I got this. I got this. I mean, this is going to be an interesting. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. The second part of our drama yesterday was air conditioning. Yes, the air conditioning. I'll take that part. Don't worry. Okay, thanks. Okay, here you go. Here you go. All right. So, hello, hi, Gina. So, watch us as we're walking to the car because it's about to rain, and keeping it real is doing what we always do. We're keeping it real. And we're going to go to the car just to be safe. So yesterday, we've been having problems with our air conditioning unit for, I don't even know, like, it's been about, it's, it's been a long time, probably over a month, and I brought in two different people to take a look at it. The first guy came in, said he fixed it, and it only got worse. The second guy was a plumber that I thought 
knew what he was doing. It was even worse than that. So yesterday I broke down and I called a traditional AC company. And what do you think I found out? I found out that I probably am gonna have to replace the AC and the furnace. And that sucks because that's like, I don't know, like $8,500 or something like that. So it's really upsetting. So I'm kind of thinking that either, you know, if we can get through August, I may just wait um, as long as the furnace works. But yeah, exactly. I think that I didn't lock the car. I think I didn't. So let's see if that's the case. I'll do it. Watch out. All right. Look at that. This all is right. what happens. Go, I didn't lock the car. You go inside. I'm going to go inside the car while Darren puts all the uh, stuff away. We keep talking about our AC. Uh, well, no, I am. And, and so anyway, so, I, you know, part of me feels like I hate when, like, the AC company comes because my question is, are we, are we like, getting ripped off? Is this what's going to happen? Or are, is it, uh, you know, is this really true? You just got to take that box out. Um, so I don't know, to be honest. I don't know what to believe. Anyone who has any advice, let me know. I mean, this was a highly recommended AC company, so maybe it's something that'll be okay. But, you know, you never know until wow. you know. So uh, Look at that. We evacuated uh, Oh, my quickly. God, right? Yeah, we, we can't continue doing a show underneath a tree like that. That's the first rule of thumb about... Uh, yeah, even the wait, geese, like... They say, get anyway. out. Ah! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, you guys still with us? You guys here? Oh, we're losing I people? see Gina. I see Gina. We went down to four. That's all right. We're... we're back now. We're all back, right. we think. All right, we all right. think, yeah. Um, so did you finish telling me about the whole AC ordeal? Yeah, so now he's going to tell me today if I if we if need it's a, a motherboard mother, mother mother board or something, whatever the heck the motherboard is. I don't know if that's just like a terminology for you're a sucker and I know you. Oh, Lucia says she can ask Lewis. Okay, we'll, oh. we'll, come, back, we'll come back to you in a little bit, Lucia. We have a really bad we leak. Have a, we, have a, we have a terrible leak problem. But now the, the, um, but now the uh, guy that came yesterday from Richie Brothers told us that the um that whoever put in whatever whoever reconnected some sort of like electrical work it's screwed up and now the motherboard is not good so he may need to replace that and he's like why keep throwing money into an old machine when you should probably just get a new machine good so points that's the, um uh, so that's the uh, situation with the i'm like looking uh, all right we, we're not gonna talk about our problems anymore on to right, other exactly. stuff you know what movie i keep watching over and over again. I don't know why. It's just like one of these where I'm stuck on it. The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg and oh, Christian yeah. Bell. Like, you know how you you find like if you're flicking through channels and there's a movie, and somehow you just get caught up watching it over and over again. That that seems to be my movie of late. The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, and Amy Adams. Okay. So I gotta I gotta get out of that rut. All right. All right. This is very this this makes me very happy. Um, it is a very good friend's birthday today. Oh, okay. It is Herb Thompson's birthday. Oh, Herb! All right. Captain Thompson. Captain Nice. Thompson. He's a captain in the Navy. Captain Herb? Yes. Uh, Herb is uh, one of my oldest uh, childhood friends. Um, when we grew up in Jamaica, Queens. I know I always talk about this, but when I talk about it, it makes me happy, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention it. Um, grew up with Herb, his brother Owen, Wendy, Patricia, Alexandra, Marianthe, Chris... Ray, Jeffrey, Irene, like there was just a bunch of us in Jamaica, Queens. And I can tell you honestly, I can remember things vividly growing up with them, things that we did on given days, you know, whatever, 35 years ago, 40 years ago. I can remember that better than what I did yesterday, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, we just had the best time 
always. And we just found ways to keep ourselves occupied without having parental involvement. We would go to each other's houses, knock on the door, say, come on out. What are you going to, what do you want to do? Let's go do this. Let's go do that. It was mostly sports. If we weren't playing sports, we would all take a walk down Utopia Parkway, down over to Union Turnpike and find a thing to go grab a bite to eat, to go play video games, whatever it is. We always found ways to keep ourselves entertained. And I always say that's the one thing I keep coming back to today that just don't feel like kids actually have it's always everything is very scheduled mm. so i want to say happy birthday to her uh we I, I miss you hope to see you soon hope to see all of my friends from the old old gang real soon um i didn't even see that come up in the feed gina and i'm sorry but yes happy birthday to howie howie and gina and jason i mean that, that's also part of my childhood it's just um wonderful like uh, they're like family and um, sorry that I didn't even see that. I wish it, I, I wish I had something show up on my feed, but it didn't. Um, I don't know if Howie's on. Is Howie on Facebook? I don't know. Howie don't comes know. on. Well, I don't know how he is, but I don't, I don't know why it wasn't showing. So um, we love you guys, Howie and Gina. Howie, miss you. Gina, miss you. Um, they grew. You know, that was when I was living in Fresh Meadows, and they lived right across the street, and I was by their house doing stuff with them all the time. And, again, and Howie was the person that actually pulled us over when you were proposing to me. Yes. He was part of the ma of that, the engagement plan. He is, he is part of the he reason plays an why we're here. Role, uh, in our engagement. So we'll never forget. Never. Absolutely. He pretended to be a cop and pulled Darren over and Darren opened the trunk and there was a whole thing of roses in the trunk and I kept looking for the ring. And like, by the, yeah. like, and Howie is a pretty Howie's a pretty imposing figure. Too. Yeah, so yes. that was good. He's a big big teddy bear, but you wouldn't want to mess around with the teddy bear. Yes. Um. So happy birthday, Howie. All right. Outside of uh, birthdays, back to uh, more worldly news, or at least local New York City news. West Twenty Fourth Street and Sixth Avenue, New York City, is oh, now Chelsea. is now turning out to be a huge homeless encampment. Uh, I mean, it seems like there's different pockets in New York City where people are really setting up camp. Uh, it's not. Here's the thing. And here, here's the thing. And and once again, listen, I watched Mike Curtis Lewa again. I'm hooked. He's running for mayor in 2021, people. So I think I may just move. We should move to New York City just so we could vote. But he, he called it. First of all, he goes, he calls de Blasio the dope from Park Slope. <clears throat> that along was just like brilliant. That, that'll automatically I'm voting for the you. Dope from Park Slope. <laughs> but he said that initially all of the homeless people that were um, in shelters were d down on the Lower East Side. And what the mayor did was he made a deal with these hotels throughout the city to, to actually put them into different, um, you know, places, these hotels, because the city provides the hotels, like I told you, with like double the amount of money. It turns out the Lucerne and the ones on the Upper West Side, the owner of that is a big supporter of de Blasio, and he just sold his own $6 million, like, townhouse on the Upper West Side and got the heck out of the city right before all this started happening. So wow. he moved to West Hampton and while all this was going on. So it's it's all this like elaborate it's it's like all, all this like stealth stuff going on he said but all the homeless people are you know who need mental health who are drug addicts they should be in a program they are not in a program at all the only rules are they have to be in a bed by ten o'clock at night 
and they're they are left to their own devices so he is creating a disaster uh, that's good i mean a 10 o'clock curfew for them that's good yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then but the thing that that sliwa was saying is that why <laughs> didn't they um why didn't they take the jacob javits center which had been converted because of the pandemic and put everybody there, and they could That's have a... had the mental health treatment. He said that he goes. The Javits Center is owned by the state. There's no reason why they couldn't have done that. By the way, was it when the whole pandemic was really starting to to spike in New York, and they were talking about using the Javits Center, and they actually had they a did. They spent oh, they spent millions of dollars, and they hardly had anybody in there. It's, it's so wow. that was a disaster. The Central Park, they put like stuff in. They, all those things they didn't need, but now he's saying. They should totally use it. So it's really frustrating that, um, you know. This is what our city has become. And, and the mayor and his wife, uh, they created this this thing called Thrive, which is supposed to deal with all the mental health issues, uh, you know, with people dealing with this stuff. And Curtis Lee was said, I have not seen one Thrive representative at any one of these hotels in New York City. He said, so where's that money going? I trust you, Curtis. If you're telling me that's fact, He's I, like, then I believe it's a tells fact. Tells it like it is. And this sort of connects to the next point, which is they found that there's a been a 90% increase in gun permit applications in New York City for the year, comparably year over year. Part of that... And Kamal says Thrive is a disaster. Part, part yep. of that increase, that 90% increase, they say can be attributed to the fact that it's an election year, that generally during election years, you usually find increase in gun permit applications because there's oh, they're concern, afraid that, people concern gonna... that, they're, that they're, you know gun rights will be revoked. So that's part of it. But the other part of the thing is just people are now really scared of, of being in New York City. So uh, once again, de Blasio, you've really earned your stripes. It's a dope from Park Slope. Yep, I love it. I, love I mean, it. that that's, alone I'm, is I'm just... I'm definitely going to use that. I love it. Um, and then it feeds into the narrative for the country as a whole. Uh, there was a post that I saw that talked about the five best countries to live in and the five worst countries to live in. And they... they based it on these following factors. Homicide rate, child care costs, happiness health, which I'm not really sure what constitutes happiness, but we'll just call it happiness, education, and number of hours spent working. So those are the things that they looked at for countries. So the best countries... I'm going to say it's Finland. My friend Katya lives in Finland. Yes, that's one of them. But yeah. the, be well, the best... The, the, Number five, I'm going to go from number five, was Luxembourg. Okay. Number four was Finland. Very good. Number three was Sweden. Mm -hmm. Number two was Norway. And you know what number one was? Mm -hmm. According to according to this, but it was whatever. It's, Italy? Nope. We mentioned this country the other day. Okay. In passing. Not Honduras. <laughs> nope. This, this country was considered to be the best country to live in. Okay. Sweden was number three. Come oh, on. New Zealand. Nope. Iceland. Oh, that's right. Okay. Now, for the worst countries to live in. The United States. Number five, Bulgaria. Okay. Number four, Turkey. Okay. Number three, Chile. Mm-hmm. Number two, good old USA. And number one, Mexico. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yeah. You can How does it. Afghanistan, Iraq... Any of these war zones don't even make it. According, North that's, a, Korea? That's, a, that's a great question. Wait, how do these Acor countries don't wait, even Russia? Acor according to according to this, you are better off living in North Korea or Afghanistan. <laughs> or Afghanistan or yeah, no, that's a that's a very I'm good like, question. Wait a second. I, 
it's that's a very thought provoking right, question. Phone, all right? right, but that was according to this one particular yeah, site. Yeah, it's a little all right? bit suspect. I I agree with you. That is kind of that's, that's a that's a, like, a that's a great point. Yeah, maybe maybe they're just not as bad as we assume. Oh my they're. god! Well, because probably they all get health care and they all get school and they right. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention bringing it back to New York City. And oh, Lucia said New Zealand is the highest teen oh, suicide wow, in the world. Oh, wow. We didn't put that in. We didn't put that up there as New Zealand. No, we didn't. It didn't make it. But I thought that. I thought it was, but it wasn't. They just said, an, they just have gotten rid of COVID. Eighty-seven percent. Kamal, you'll die before COVID gets you. Nice. Eighty-seven percent increase in home listings in Manhattan. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven percent increase in home listings in Manhattan. Man. Can I get an apartment back in the Oliver Cromwell it, for like five dollars? <laughs> that was cool. that was where Curtis was filming today, right in front was, of that building. We, we, we're not gonna, we won't go into it, but that we're gonna go ha- hashtag missed opportunities. Oh man, we should have uh, gotten that apartment. Oh, uh, yeah, that would have been, been a lot been of money. Great apartment. Seventy um, second and Central Park West. Those on the, were the days. On the sports front, yeah. Mets won. Okay. Yankees won. Excellent. All right. Um, this is an interesting one. There's a player. There's a baseball player that recently died i just found out about today his name is carol hardy mm-hmm. you're not going to care about this that much but i find it interesting carol hardy the reason why he is memorable because carol hardy is the only player ever to have pinch hit for ted williams interesting okay and the reason why that's so big is that ted williams is considered by many to be the best hitter of all time and that this guy carol hardy actually pinch hit for ted williams and two other players interesting that he pinched it for Carl Yastrzemski, otherwise known as Yaz, and Roger Maris. And as a side note, he was involved with football, too. I don't know if he played or coached, but he actually helped build the Denver Broncos, the 1980s team. So I just thought that was pretty cool on Carol Hardy. And Kamal said, she read yesterday, a moving company has done more business in the last three months than in the last 24 years. It's it's amazing. Because people never left the city because it was like, why would you ever leave? I mean, it's just crazy. Mm. It's very sad. Um... If anybody is engaged, looking to get married, um, I found a wonderful new place that you can have your wedding, your your registry. In our car? No, what? No. What? Domino's Pizza. Oh, actually what had, do you mean your registry? What do you have, like a lifetime of pizza? Somebody it, pays it, your pizza delivery? I, I don't know, but they have an actual section on the site that you can have a wedding registry. I mean, okay, well, I guess if, you, if you don't want to so, cook. So, yeah, I mean, for you pizza lovers out there like myself, you know, and you're looking for a nice uh, nice gift, go to Domino's. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it's actually kind of cool to say, okay, for the first couple of months, we're going to ha- get pizza delivered from your favorite place. That's actually a good idea. That would be, but, that would be good. I don't know. Domino's. Gross. I Listen, I, I don't, I'm not looking to, to you know, attack Domino's because they, they serve See, they, but it's kind of creative. No, it's creative because if, let's say, a pregnant woman had a craving for, like, Baskin-Robbins, they could do a registry for a pregnant lady. And just, like, people could, like, send you ice cream. But the thing about... Or, like, seamless. In, back in college, we used to love getting Domino's. That was, I, yeah, the Domino's minutes used to or be, less thing. Yeah. That, I think there was two parts, two reasons why I like Domino's. One, because back in college, you didn't know any better. You thought that was pretty good pizza, right? Right. And number two, back then, the, the, big, the big thing was to see if you can get the pizza to be... Past thirty minutes, right? So that you got so, it, free, so, which so is not very nice. Well, not very nice. Not very I don't nice suge- at all. I don't suggest. It, I don't That's suggest doing it. I don't think they do it anymore. Yeah. Um, this is really disturbing. Going back to Chicago and sad. She, oh, I heard the Ronald thing. McDonald House was actually damaged because of looters smashing either the door windows, or windows yeah. like that. 
that is just so dark and depressing that people who are staying at the Ronald McDonald House are under tremendous anxiety and pressure because they obviously have somebody who's going to the hospital, going to the hospital and, and being child. cared for. And then to have to deal with that, being you know fearful of your, for your own safety in the Ronald McDonald House, I mean... Is nothing sacred? Is nothing safe? You know what? It's idiots that didn't even know what they were doing. So they didn't know what building they were destroying no, or but... wrecking. They just are doing it for the sake of doing it. I mean, I read an article uh, today that there was another idiot who tried to break into an ATM machine, and he was, like, videotaping himself on Instagram, and he couldn't do it. And he, had, then he couldn't break in. So then he's, like, explaining, like, why oh. he couldn't do it. I mean, if anything, it's like, okay, now just give this to the police— and, like, let me handcuff you right now, you moron. You know, so, <laughs> you know, there's such stupidity. And the unfortunate thing is that, unfortunately, the Black Lives Matter movement in Chicago is supporting people doing this. And, and it's really disturbing that that's their, um, you know, they're, they're saying it's okay because all of these places have insurance and they're going to be okay anyway. We, you know, fix our cities and we won't do this. What the heck is that? You know, like that. That's not. It's. It, this is not Hammurabi. It's not an eye for an eye. Like, let's it's let's really, get real. It's so real, upsetting. Um, moving away from the uh, the looting issues, going on something that I found interesting about on COVID. They are working on a nasal spray that they say could offer protection against Ooh. COVID nineteen. It's not going to act as a vaccine, but so it's, it's treatment. It's no, it's not. It's oh, not, preventative. It's preventative. Okay, what is it? Where where can so I get I, it? I, so I, they're working on it in one of the universities in California. Okay. But what's interesting is the way they describe it scientifically as to why this particular nasal spray works. It says it actually, the, the molecules from the spray act, act as straight jackets to the crucial SAR, to the SARS-CoV-2 machinery that allows the virus to infect our cells. Ooh. It says it's like attaching themselves to the spike proteins on the coronavirus. It's effectively a really it's a effective mousetrap. It binds to one of these spike proteins and never lets go. Ooh. So basically it doesn't allow them to penetrate the cells like the in the lungs. the ultimate nose spray. So they're saying it's not a vaccine, but it no, could be a, like... but, it, but it could be a very good preventative measure, which I, you know, I So how do you how do you I like, don't know when it's going to be officially like coming. I, I don't know, but I when I saw that I'm like, you know what? That is very cool. I keep saying treatment options. Treatment options, treatment options. It's just like when people get a Z-pack cuz they have the flu or whatever. It's not like you're going to, you know. Well, again, this is not a treatment it. option. This is more of a preventative. Right, preventative, but and still, I mean, I and still it's not, think it's not a vaccine, but it's some, you know, call it like whatever, a hybrid. Okay, of some sort. whatever it is, I want to buy it. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I, I, I don't read a whole bunch of stuff on COVID because I just find it overwhelming. But when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? That that seems pretty interesting to me. Mm -hmm. um, other random news. <laughs> it's Shooting true. Out, yes. AMC Movies, I guess, is going to be opening back up theaters across the country. All right. Uh, so I, I think like 600 different theaters. I don't know if that applies to New York. Oh. But they're going to be opening up. I think this is pretty cool. Ticket prices yeah. are going to be 15 cents. No. Yeah. And the reason why they're doing 15 cents is they're com they are commemorating their 100-year anniversary. And that's what they charge. Back in 1920. 15 nice. cents. Yep. That's very right. cool. I mean, they're they're losing money to begin with. They're like... 
Whatever. Whatever. No, exactly. What do you want to pay? It's 15, 15 cents? It's 15 cents more than we had. Yeah, exactly. Um, Who is, I so, mean, there's a coin shortage, so what happens if you have a dollar and they can't make change? <laughs> that's how they get you. They know that they, they know there's you, a coin shortage, you, so you can't you, even you, give 15 We're not going to be able to give you a change, so effectively we're going to make dollar. a dollar. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with the announcement of the vice president um, choice for Biden, the person who's going to be affected most by this? Yeah. Maya Rudolph. Yes. Maya Rudolph is going to be she, very busy now. Your stock is rising. rising, Maya Rudolph. For the whole SNL cast. Yes, it is. Yes, she's. That's on site for her. Yeah, she's going to be very. She's who? Who plays Biden? He's just well, one of the guys. Uh, well, you know Woody what? Harrison no, actually, Jason Sudeikis had done that. Yeah. Yes. Then maybe they'll have him, but but otherwise, it's like one of the guys on the show. But I I could see them bringing Jason Sudeikis back for that. Yeah. And Maya Rudolph. That's like, a that very, would be really, really I didn't good. realize that Woody Harrelson did an episode as, as Oh, Biden. as Biden? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did too. Um, Got to come in the screen a little more. Only oh, I'm, your head is showing. I'm, Sorry. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm back. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> and also on random, on totally random stuff, uh, I was reading something you know about restaurants and food chains that have closed. And then they were taking going back through a history of fairly well-known chains that are no longer around. I said, oh, let me take a look and see which some of them Wetsons. that I Because I think that was actually on there. I was going to ask Remember you which that? ones that you know. Wetsons and Jack in the Box. But these are, I, those are but, two that I know. So this is a list of fast food chains that I know and that I've been to that are either have completely shut down, um, not because of COVID, this is before that, that are no longer around, or have really scaled back where they, they only have like a couple locations anymore. But here the, here's the ones that I know. Beefsteak Charlie's. Oh, yeah. Remember Beefsteak Charlie's? Oh, wait. I know one. All right. Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's is on. Well, this. Remember Chi-Chi's? We used to go there all the time. This post had 100 different places. I'm not going through all 100. I'm just going through the ones that right. are recognizable to me. But Chi-Chi's was another one. Beefsteak Charlie's. Howard Johnson's. Hojo's. Hojo's is closed? Yeah, I just want to say it closed its doors, I think, in 2017, I believe. Oh, that's recent. Oh, that's too bad. Here's one that I've never been to, and it closed a long time ago, but there was so many locations that I'm surprised that I'd never actually heard of anybody mentioning it. This place was called Mini Pearl's Chicken, but, I mean, there were, like, hundreds and hundreds of locations that I think Probably closed down. started in, like, Nashville or something. It closed down, I think, around 1970 or so, but still, that's a, that was a well, pretty we were only 1970. So, I mean, we were, like, not I even know, but it's yeah, right. I think I meant either your, you know, either my mom or your dad or your, what, nah, at one parents, point would would have mentioned yeah, that place. No, my parents would do Chinese food and and, just and the, Chinese and chicken, food. and but chicken from home, not fried chicken. Charlie Brown's. Yes, I remember that. Gonzo. Um, here's one that I used to go to in Great Neck all the time with Alicia and Jason and Andrew and Bruce Bennigan's. I remember that remember too. Bennigan's? Did you go? To, did you have one I in did, Brooklyn? Yeah, we had Bennigan's in yeah, Brooklyn. We did have Bennigan's. I don't know if we not had it in at Brooklyn. King's Plaza. No, no <laughs> we didn't have that. I told you we had Shotskins and Sabaros and uh, I don't know what else, but those were we. That's what we had. And the other one, the la the last one, I I don't know how I feel about admitting that I actually used to go to this was Ponderosa. Yeah, I remember that one. Too. A lot of steak places. <laughs> yeah. A lot of steak places went out. A you know, we gotta of, have the return to steak. That's what we gotta like bring it back. So. Those are some of the uh, places that uh, I was nostalgic about that uh, are no longer around. Craig, thank you for joining us. Coming right around trivia time. Exactly. You, you he's know, in you, it for the... He's Roy in it Rogers, to too. Right. I didn't no, see that on the list, Craig, and I don't know if they... I think they're still in business, They no? still have a couple... They, they still may. have a couple locations, Roy Rogers. I haven't seen one in the longest time, but you're right on that. That's I yeah, Maybe I it know. is. I don't know. All right, so Beth is going to... 
to take us away with a word of the day and trivia. All right. All right. You ready? Yep. Okay, your word of the day is sinistrality. Can you spell it? S-I-N-I-S-T-R-A-L-I-T-Y. Sinistrality. I don't know. Left-handedness. That's me. That's you. That's me. Left-handedness. How do you like that? Kevin's on. Kevin right. made for trivia too. All right. Uh, so the art of being sinister. I guess I'm sinister. No, it's left-handedness. Who said this famous quote? Speak softly and carry a big stick. Roosevelt, right? Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. Excellent. That was like a quick answer. Yeah, that's certain things I know. Yeah. All right. Good. Well. Since we're talking about Teddy Roosevelt, I figured that would segue us into the next All right, question. Well, that, that's not the extent of my knowledge on Teddy. That's well ready for this? Yes. What roles did Teddy Roosevelt play in New York be before he became vice president and then president of the United States? Very interesting. I didn't realize how involved in New York he was before he went to uh, the federal government. I mean, I'm going to say he was mayor and then governor. Uh, you would be halfway, right? Um, he served as a New York Assemblyman, the New York City Police Commissioner, uh, then oh, wow. Lieutenant Colonel in the Spanish-American War, Assistant Secretary of the Navy, the Governor of New York, and then he was President William McKinley's Vice President. After McKinley was assassinated in 1901, he became the country's youngest president at age 43. Huh. How do you like that? Isn't I, that interesting? Very cool. All yes. right. And yes, Kevin, he was governor and all these other... Yeah, jo Julia, not road trip. We're on here because it's going to start raining, so we had to like go into the car. We it had, it had to duck for cover. Exactly. Okay. What was the highest grossing Pixar movie of all time? Toy Story. Close, but no. A certain Toy Story, like a no, 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 no. Oh. Toy Story's on this list, but it's not number one. It was actually a different movie, completely. Um, I should know this. Mm, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yes, Kamal. What is it? It was Incredibles two, actually. Uh, Incredibles two got one point two billion. Toy Story four is in second place with one point oh seven billion. Toy Story three is one point oh six. Billion, Finding Dory is 1.02, and then Finding Nemo was 936 million, which wow. is interesting. It, it must have been, I don't know whether or not do they count now, like the streaming and the DVDs and all that stuff. Who Maybe. knows? All Who right. knows? Anyway, name three films starring Zach Galifianakis, and you can't say Hangover 1, 2, 3. Okay, so now he can't even say Hangover because you should have <laughs> just taken that away. Everything except the Hangover. All right. Um, due date? Yep. Um, dinner for schmucks. Yep. Between the ferns, that's funny. Um, what's the uh, the something the Jones? You're uh, close. Keep, yeah. Keeping with the Jones. Keeping up with the Jones. Keeping up with the Jones. Excellent. Very good, Zach Galifianakis trivia that you know. I love Zach. All right, Julia's gonna get this in three seconds. What city was Baby Mama supposed to take place? I'm going to guess, based on you 
calling out Julia. Oh, yeah, and Kamal with Birdman. I'm like, you guys are call- you're calling out oh, good Zach wow. Bell. Yeah, Heartbreakers. And Heartbreakers, too, he was in? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, see, I knew I knew Julia was going to say it. Philly. So, Tina Fey, at her, her apartment was supposed to be in Rittenhouse Square. It's set in Philadelphia, but most of it was filmed in New York with some locations from PA. The apartment interiors were built on a soundstage in Brooklyn. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. What films was Jonah Hill nominated for an Academy Award? What two films? I'll at least um, be... Uh... The Wolf of Wall Street? Mm-hmm. And... I have a feeling it's one with Marissa Tomei and John C. Riley. No, it's not that one, but I know what you're talking about. That, but yes, Julia's right. It's the base. She's like, oh, Moneyball. Yes, he was nominated. He for was that? nominated for Best Supporting Actress in Moneyball. And interestingly, his real name is Jonah Hill Feldstein. Really? So there's hope for our Dylan Jacob Feldman. Maybe it's just Dylan Jacob. Who knows? Okay, what team? Are you okay there? Yeah. Go All ahead. right. What team won the first NBA game? What basketball team? Keep going. Let me. Uh, Wait, which? What basketball team won the very first NBA game? The Knicks. Yes, very good. They defeated the Toronto Huskies in the first, very first NBA game on November first, nineteen forty-six. How far is the planet Earth from Mars? And you can't ah, uh, Kamal with New York Nets. Knicks, not the Nets. Very good, Craig. People are coming on strong today. What was the next question? Julia said she meant to say Knicks. Um, how far is the planet Earth from Mars? Very far. Excellent answer. That's good. I like uh, that. All right. 54.305 million miles. Very far. Jesus. That's a, long, that's, yeah, a, that's a long, drive. long drive. That's why people don't go there yet. <laughs> um, what is the most popular song? Oh my God! Look, wait, fifty-five million or so. Julia with the astronomy trivia. Nice work. How far is the planet Earth? Oh no, I'm sorry. What is the most popular song by Simon and Garfunkel? Popular song by. I say Kevin's gonna get it. Close, Kitman, for to the that uh, one. Three light years, ears. I don't know songs by Simon. I mean, I know them, I hear them, but I don't know titles. And so, no. Oh who man, I want to see who's gonna get it. I know you gotta go. You mm. gotta go. No, for, not yet. All right, all right. Okay, somebody's gonna get this. Come on, dun, 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 dun. Hello, darkness. My old friend. I, I was gonna say friend. that. But I didn't. No, not Bridge Over Troubled Water. So it sounds a silence. Three months after JFK was assassinated, America was beginning to recover. The Beatles were taking the country by storm, but Paul Simon was still in shock. He'd been working on a new song for a couple of weeks. He went into his bathroom to fiddle around with the echo effect in there. The lines, Hello, darkness, my old friend, I've come to talk to you again, came to him very quickly, and the rest of the song fell into place. Though Simon and Garfunkel didn't actually record the song for another 13 months. How do you like that? I do. I like. All right. Now yep. I got to do the name of the song. So okay. can I have your phone? Yeah, go ahead. Do what you need to okay, do. Okay, so this is name that song and name that movie. Ready? See, it's still going. Hello, 
I know this one. I know. This is one of my favorite songs and movies. Who's gonna get this? You want me to go? Uh, Tootsie. Well, yes, and what's it called? I never know who the clown is that sings this. Ah, oh, come on, really? I didn't say this to, to name who's to sing it. Come on, Julia's got to know this one. Come on, Julia. I just don't know the name of this song. What is it? In a second, you'll hear it. Ready? It might be you. <laughs> it's telling me it might be you all of my life. Love that song. I love that song. This is Ah Kamal with It Might it, Be You. Yes. It, all this is before we knew what Dustin Hoffman was really all about. Though. Ah, whatever. It's still a great <laughs> movie. The... I love the movie. It was it was terrific. It was a good movie. Tootsie's, yes. a, Tootsie's a classic film. Yes, it, it is. is. It's a classic. So... Sorry about the uh, disruption today, folks, with us moving around. <laughs> I agree, Julia. Too cheesy. It's too cheesy. Come it's right. On. Julia, yes, yes, yes. That's right. I, but I'm about the cheese. Yeah, oh, my God. I like all kinds of cheese. Julia, you, you get, know that. You get 100 points just for saying Except that. Except for Gorgonzola. Uh, I don't touch this no, she, stuff. She doesn't like or it, blue no. cheese. She doesn't, she doesn't. See, Kamal <laughs> loved the song. I love the song, too. <laughs> I did a lot of cheesy songs this week. Suddenly, right, I'm like, right, love it. All right, I'm going to be getting out of the car. because I. Gotta okay, go get out. Music. i got to go to UPS. All right. I Get out of my car. All right, everybody. Hopefully, you fare well in the weather today. You know, stay safe. Stay dry. Stay cool. We'll be back tomorrow. Sorry for the disruption before. And uh, smiles, everyone. Smiles. Bye.